0: found the podcast. What exactly is it? I don't really quite know how to describe it to people other than to say it's a show about the quirky things we do and the way in which we approach life individually. And the hope and the goal is that this podcast will become a library of knowledge and experiences to help others out there traverse this crazy thing we call life. You know, when I was growing up, I never had a resource like that. Well, let me put it to you this way. I never utilized the resources at my disposal because, well, we didn't have podcasts like this and we didn't have Internet the way that it is. And so we didn't have those resources. But I had resources as far as family members go. But everybody knows kids don't listen to their parents, especially they don't listen to their grandparents, but they should. So my hope is that this will become a resource that people like you who are listening to this now will stumble upon and find a resource that when they're faced with something in their life that they don't really know how to handle or what to do in that situation. They can come here, search, find an episode that talks about whatever it is they're facing, and then maybe get some advice on what I did or what other people have done who might come on the show in the future. And what worked for us, what didn't work, those are the important ones, what didn't work, because that is when you learn. Why podcast, though? Well, I'm a Gen Xer, so I grew up in the 80s with some really cool movies. And one of the cool movies that I always loved was Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater. I loved that he had a radio station and a microphone and it just was so cool that he built this studio, this pirate radio studio in his basement and was broadcasting and that people listened and wanted to hear what he had to say. People would tune in every night just to see if he was going to be on. Sometimes he was and sometimes he wasn't. So for me, this is like fulfilling that fantasy role, right? I get to play like I'm a radio DJ. I have a recording studio in my house now that I was able to piece together and buy some equipment. I've got some cool microphones and I've got the Rodecaster Pro and I've got all this stuff and all these really cool software to make it sound really, really professional. So I get to play the fantasy of being Christian Slater and pump up the volume. And I thought, why not go with it? So that's what I'm doing. So let's make the lawyers happy right now not a licensed professional. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not even an online certified life coach. What I am is a man who has lived most of his life running scared. And I probably shouldn't have. Well, no, let's take the probably out of it. I shouldn't have. I was always afraid of what might happen. And so I allowed that to paralyze me and keep me from doing things. There was a comedian back in the 80s named Jeff Martyr, and he had one special uh, at the time when Dianetics was huge in the 80s, if anybody remembers that. And so he did this special where he was talking about pretty much life stuff and the left brain and right side of the brain. But he talked about the same feeling and experience that I felt. When I was growing up and all throughout my 20s and 30s until my late 30s, early 40s, which was I always felt jealous of those people in the world who just innately knew what to do no matter what life threw at them. And in Jeff Martyr's special, he talks about an instruction manual that we're all born with that was probably attached to the umbilicus and has probably since been discarded. But in that manual, it held information and knowledge and things that everybody needs to know to get by in life. And I've always felt like my manual was discarded. You know, like my mother just told the nurses and doctors, oh, it's okay. He doesn't need it. He can read mine. And she never gave it to me. So I've been walking around with a huge gap in knowledge and I was always just so behind the curve or I felt like I was always behind the curve because no matter what I did, it just never seemed to work and it was never good enough. And I was just mesmerized by those people who just knew they knew what to do in any and every situation. My grandfather was the goat at this. He was the greatest of all time when it came to dictating what he wanted his life to be and how he wanted it to end up going. He always knew what to do no matter what happened. He always was able to figure things out and push forward. And it was just so natural on him. You know, it was just the way he wore that knowledge and that experience and that confidence was just something that I was just amazed by. And I never took advantage of that because I was a kid. I was a kid and I never took that advice or took the time to sit down and talk to him because I didn't feel like I had that right. I didn't feel like I had brought myself up to his level to even sit down and start asking the questions that I had in my mind because I was embarrassed. I felt like there's some things I should have already known, which is ridiculous because when you're young, you don't know anything. You're not supposed to. That's not how life works. Your brain is not even fully developed until you're 25, 26 years old. So you're not even fully developed. You're working with a non fully developed brain and you're sitting there beating yourself up thinking you're supposed to know everything. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. So my experience, divorced parents when I was a preteen, I was young when they got divorced. So I remember it vividly. It had a profound impact on me and my relationships as a kid growing up. Uh, So profound that I didn't really realize the impact until much, much later in life. Because of that divorce, I also had a very abusive stepfather. Uh, He was abusive to my mother and he was abusive to my siblings and I to the point where I eventually left and moved to Texas when I was 15. I'm the youngest of four, two sisters and a brother. I moved to live with my father and stepmother in Texas where I was no longer one of the Keller kids. I had to build my own name and reputation in a place where nobody knew me. And that was a totally new experience for me. I was always a Keller kid. I always had that predetermined expectation of who I am and what I was and what I was going to do. And so whenever I moved to Texas, nobody knew me. I was all on my own. Terrifying experience. That first day walking into high school my sophomore year after moving during that summer between freshman and sophomore year. Horrifying experience. I could probably do multiple episodes on that. I became a father at the ripe old age of 19. I'm sure there's many people out there now, maybe you listening to this, who have the exact same experience and all of the fears and concerns and things that go through your mind when you are a father before you even hit the age of 20. Then I followed suit with my parents and I was divorced by the time I was 24 with sole custody of my four-year-old daughter. I've also had great loss. My brother died in 2010 when he was 38 years old. I am now older than my brother was when he passed away. That birthday when I turned 38, that was hard because that's all I could think about was that I am now older than my brother when he passed away. I lost my faith in God after the death of my brother in 2010. I walked away and was angry with God for a very, very long time. Uh, It wasn't until... The loss of another family member, my grandfather, uh, in 2020, 10 years later, that I returned to my faith and found myself in a Catholic church lighting a candle for my grandfather and starting that long process back to my faith, which was one of the greatest moments in my life and one that I am so proud of. And growing closer to God. And I have seen God work in my life in so many ways. There have been so many experiences since that day in that church, lighting that candle for my grandfather. So many things and events have happened that it is undeniable to me that God is now working in my life. And it's humbling. It's very humbling because who am I? The fact that He takes the time to show His involvement in my life and to be present for me and to work in my life to bring joy and happiness and comfort and wisdom. It's an experience that I hope to be able to share and convey on this podcast in the future because it has become one of the most defining characteristic traits of who I am today. I got married again, so second marriage. And that marriage, it lasted for 21 years. It was, you know, seven years in, we had a rough patch where we actually separated for three months and then went through the counseling and therapy sessions and reconciled, wound up divorced anyway. One thing I learned through that experience is that if you're not completely honest when going into therapy and talking about your issues, your hangups, if you're not 100 percent honest with the person you're talking to, it'll never work. And if you're not 100 percent honest with yourself, it'll never work. And if you're not 100% honest with the person on the other side of the relationship, your partner, your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be, if you're not 100% honest with them and do what you say you're going to do and genuinely mean it, and you're not just going through the motions and saying what you have to say and doing what you have to do just to appease the other person, but then secretly you're still doing all the things that you said you wouldn't, it's never going to work. That marriage left me very broken for quite a while. I wound up changing who I was as a man. Uh, I compromised my morals and my personal values by the end of the relationship. I changed who I was and didn't stay true to what I always knew I should have been. I was depressed, even though I didn't seem depressed or I didn't think I was depressed. I felt like I was happy. I felt like things were okay. But in reality, I had convinced myself of something that wasn't true. I was very depressed and I had no self-confidence whatsoever. Through that process, I did have to spend a lot of time with myself for several months uh, and ultimately go into therapy again uh, to get back to being the man who I knew I always should have been. It's a process that I'm still working on today. I am by no means perfect. And by airing my dirty laundry, so to speak, I want you to know that I've been there. I've done that. If you're somebody who's struggling with the loss of a sibling or a best friend, I've, I've been there too. If you've lost grandparents or family members, I understand that. I understand what it is to convince yourself you're not depressed and to ignore the signs. I understand what it's like to lose your faith in God. And I understand what it is like to return to that faith and how scary it can be and how Ashamed you can feel for turning your back on God and wondering, will He ever forgive me for that? And the short answer is yes. So now, who am I today? It's 2023. I'm starting this podcast. I'm trying to give information out there to help those who are out there. So, who am I today? I'm a man of God, I'm a man of faith, I am a man of moral character. But I'm also an imperfect man. And it's important to realize that because let's face it, perfection is boring. I'm not going to sit here and preach to you that I know it all. I think I've illustrated that I haven't. But what I will do is come to you on an equal ground and say, yeah, I've been there. I've screwed up too. I've made mistakes. But you can come out on the other side of it and be okay. I have many strong beliefs that are mine. And mine alone, I don't expect you to share them, and that's okay. We can talk about them. I want this to be an interactive show. So I'm hoping my pie in the sky hope with this podcast is that I will get a nice core group of listeners and have a community of conversation. so that way we can become a resource for others and that we can share our life experiences in the hopes that others out there who are struggling with the same thing, they can uh, carry a lighter load because of the work we've already done. But anyway, back to who I am. Well, I'm engaged to be married again in just a few short weeks, actually. I'm uh, she shares my faith and I am so grateful for that. She is teaching me more and more about my faith every day. Uh, Her parents are very welcoming and very, very much involved in my spiritual growth as well, which I am so thankful for. It's part of how we want to live our lives. And part of that life is service. And that's part of what this podcast is all about. I'm not here for personal gain, at least not my personal gain. I'm here for your personal gain. I want to help others through my experiences. And I think we all deep down inside have that experience and want. It's why we tell stories, it's why we like movies, it's why we read books, it's why we listen to podcasts like this. And I want to help build confidence through the knowledge shared here. So that way people can just stop surviving like I was for many years and actually start living life. Thanks for listening. And I hope you click that follow or subscribe button, depending on what platform you're listening to. And I hope that I get to see you again on the next episode. Until then, I wish you all the best. Take care and God bless.